Hey there, everybody. Before we get to the episode, I just wanted to mention, Andy, uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast, but we're trying to grow something here, and we really would love if you guys could listen, rate, and review the podcast. Tell your friends about it. Email us, defendyourmovie at gmail.com. Uh, also, tweet at us, defend your movie on, on Twitter, and let us know matchups that you want, what you think of the podcast. Constructive criticism we'll even take, not Absolutely. bullshit, but we'll take constructive criticism. Uh, get active online with the podcast. Yeah, let we're really going to start pulling some battles that are fan thought. Exactly. And we also, uh, we have a whole plan for Patreon for extra content. So yes. anything you guys want to see or hear or hear us talk about we'll do some or mini what battles. sections that you like that you want us to bring back. We had a couple games from a, episodes a, a while ago. We had the, the movie association. We had uh, a, a bunch of other stuff. So let us know what you think. We, we, we're, we, we, we want to be uh, involved with the fans and we want you guys to, uh, to, to be involved as much as you'd like to be. So thank you so much and enjoy the episode. In a world full of movie podcasts, here is one more. Welcome to Defend Your Movie with Sean Donnelly. The time has come again. The champion must Everybody and welcome to another edition of Defend Your Movie. I am one of your hosts, Sean Donnelly, here with my co-host Andy Fiore. Everybody, hey everybody, good to be back. Happy New Year, buddy. Happy New Year, my friend. I missed you. I missed you too. I, I, I'm, I'm, you have an injury. You want yeah. to talk about your injury? Well, I uh, had a nice <laughs> holiday, nice Christmas at home with the folks and the sisters, and uh, very relaxing. Took some time off. And by radio. sisters, you mean uh, a bunch of black women, not your actual sisters. Yeah, big yeah. brassy. <laughs> mm-hmm's. A lot of mm-hmm's in the Fury household. <laughs> so uh, you, but you were like laid out. Oh uh, well, is I I injured my back as literally the day I went back to uh, my my day job is you know as you know I work in Sirius XM radio. That's and correct. Comedy, and uh, I took a extended vacation over the holiday break. Feeling good, well rested. Get back to work. Uh, literally a week ago, uh, and sat down. Got up about a half hour later and just went, "Ooh, that's a weird feeling in the old back muscle." So, and no history whatsoever. None. No oh, back crazy. injuries prior to this, and uh, the day just got progressively worse. And by that night, like I texted you guys, we we're supposed to record live. That I said, "Dude, I can't even move." Yeah, I I made it downstairs to, of my building. I had to take a cab back to Queens. Uh, I could manage the subway and uh, got a heating pad and ended up going to the uh, orthopedist. Long story short, I got to take some uh, anti-inflammatory pills and I got some physical therapy ahead of me. But, is, there, uh, is there a chance? Because here's the thing. My experience, because I had a back issue for a while. Yeah. And for some reason, it's fine now. I think I'm like. That's what I'm hoping I for. Think I'm be, I'm like, I think it's a weight thing. And if I go over a certain weight, yeah. that's when it pushes on it. <laughs> But I know I can trace it back to an actual instance. Maybe it's something from years ago coming back to haunt you. Maybe. And, yeah, the fat thing has something to do with but it, you're not. You're just a big guy. Well, yeah, like, yeah, but I am overweight. I yeah, am so at uh, yeah. an unhealthy amount of extra pounds, which my uh, Asian doctor bluntly said to me. Yeah. <laughs> he just had that Asian directness. Where yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, you fat. Yeah. And I was like, all right, bedside manner. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jessica Curson's joke, which is like, oh really? Just matter of fact, they just tell you. Yeah, and it's but that's for good for me. Like I need to hear it like that. You know of what course. I mean? So it'll kick it, start my ass. And uh, yeah, I got physical therapy, and uh, I, I should start going to the gym because he was like, that's not helping. It's it's putting pressure on your lower disc, your back. What's hurting? So it's nothing too serious, but yeah, a little a month of physical therapy. I got some anti-inflams. Yeah, and uh, every day is I'm feeling a little better, but I still got some issues. Because I didn't have it. Like yours seems right so now. much more. Ex- it hurts right now. Yeah, it's yours just like seems so little... much more extreme than what I had. I, I had it where I, like if I was turning a certain way, it would hurt. But I know right. where it came from. I I don't know if I ever told this story on the podcast before. When I one of my old day jobs that I had uh, was at an office on 45th and Lex. I had to. I'll, I'll tell you the quick version. I had to go to something one morning 
and it made me late for work, and I just had gotten the job, and I was freaking oh, out, yeah. and it was pouring rain. It was like every worse condition. <laughs> right. And sure enough, I get, I take a cab back. I, I book it out of there on the marble ground in front oh. of the building, not thinking, and I literally lose my footing. Probably get about three feet of air, just like a cartoon. Oh, God, yeah, just like a cartoon. Yeah, right in the I air. Picture slammed right on the small of my back. Now oh. what, I'm glad that I didn't hit my head. If I hit my head, I would have been dead. Yeah. That's how hard yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. I just thud right on my back, right on like probably exactly Tail the bonus. worst spot. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I had I had that moment where I was just lying there, and I had, I had a lady, a girl, look at me and go, not even saying, yeah, just staring. Like you downgraded her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, younger. Went from a lady to a girl. She was younger. Yeah, she was younger. She, no, she was like a woman, but she was like probably early twenties. She's 20s. female. It's yeah, and she just looked at me, and I, it was like oh, no. uh, there was so much pain at that point. I just there was no, I had no rationality. So I just looked at her and I go, "What the fuck are you looking at?" Just, <laughs> because you're like, if you're gonna ask me if I'm all right, if you're gonna ask me if I'm all right, but yeah. like, what are you staring at me for? Like, I just felt like right. you're not saying like, "Oh, oh my god, are you okay?" or Oh, hey, are you, that must have hurt or anything. Any, say something. Like, don't just look at me. She was yeah. staring at oh, me. Oh, man. And I'll never forget it because I'm like, oh, that was harsh how I came off. But, hey. But so what happened was I did that. It hurt for like a day and a half. And then I was fine because I was younger. And then like years later, I, you know, I gained a bunch of weight. And then out of nowhere, right in that spot, I was getting like bad, bad pain. Yeah. The funny thing, too, is I lost like six or seven pounds over the break. And I was kind of feeling good about myself. Yeah. <laughs> and then this happened, and the doctor was like, no, you're fat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And I was yeah. like, no. It's, it gets harder and right, harder. Dr. No Feelings. Yeah, yeah. I'm a doctor, <laughs> freaking vampire doctor. Right. That, he doesn't care about me. <laughs> um, it gets harder and harder to, like, because even me, I cut back on stuff. You wouldn't know it from the table here, but, like, I cut back <laughs> on, like, soda and, yeah. uh, like, if I have a soda, I'll have a sip. Or, like, I, and then I was doing really, really good for a while. And then um, I, I didn't. I should have lost. If I was younger, I would have lost more weight faster. Yeah, it's harder. And now I'm realizing, like, oh, I get to a plateau, and then that's it. Yeah, it, it's very hard. And that that's the other dose of reality that I have. It's like I'm five months off of forty, and I'm just like, oh no, uh, yeah. is this going to be just life now? I'm at forty, you know? and I yeah. think it like it almost really does. It's like clockwork. You, you, yeah, you yeah, hit it, it and really. It's like, oh, it's I a couldn't whole, even hit it. It's a whole new. <laughs> it's a whole new. Ball, it's a whole new game. I it's know. A whole new, like, back nine. Figuring out the chemistry, you know? Yeah, the back nine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, it did give me some downtime to watch. You uh, did. You watched a bunch of stuff, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I watched a bunch of stuff over the co- uh, the holiday break. Anything and, that popped up that you want to talk about? Uh, I think the big one, I, I did watch Bird Box. The, oh, the, uh, I haven't watched it yet because I, I don't think I'm a Sandra Bullock fan. I think that's oh, what really? it comes down to. I'm really not. I, I enjoy I, her. I'm overrated a little bit. But what? how was Bird Box? Because people, I it's becoming viral. It. I, yeah. People are saying it's the happening, but for eyes. Okay, here's the thing. Wait, 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 it wait, wait, wait. is. Uh, is that girl from the net on the bus? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes! yes. <laughs> Sorry. Alex with the Seinfeld Alex reference. Alex with the Seinfeld reference this week. <laughs> it's with the girl with the nice. net. Other than the net on the bus. <laughs> um, it is a blatant ripoff of A Quiet Place and The Happening. It is those two movies combined, and it's kind of ridiculous how blatant it is. So the plot is what? Because I can't understand the it from the plot. The plot is that there is a catastrophic thing in the air that is seen by certain people that it makes you kill yourself if you see it and if you ingest it, which is... That's the happening. It's the happening. And then the kind of subplot is, if so, people cover their eyes to uh, battle so you can't see it and they find their way. It can't come indoors. So that's basically the same thing of A Quiet Place, where it's just like, if you make a sound, that's how the creatures in A Quiet Place find you. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So you have, just have to be pitched you know, perfectly quiet. It is literally a combination of the two, and it, I, it's, I don't understand how it's just such a blatant ripoff. That being said, it's not horrible. I kind of enjoyed really? it. Really? I've seen I, clips of it. They had, somebody posted a clip online. Maybe I was in a fucking maybe you were medicated. A, a drug loop. Yeah. yeah. A loopiness. But that, was, that literally was day one. I was just like in pain. I was just like, let me just watch it laying on my hardwood floor. Just keeping your mind on your apartment. back. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. But, I mean, it is – and you know, A Quiet Place I loved. I thought it was a really cool – Style and technique and original idea yeah. and well acted, 
And this is just such a fucking Yeah, you rip wonder off. why after all the critical acclaim of Quiet Place, that's what they do in Hollywood. They just go, yeah. all right, here's a bunch well, of stuff like it a little bit. It's like switcheroo movies. I mean, and The Happening's a piece of garbage, too. The Happening is one of the, it's comic, you know how there's bad and there's comically it's, bad? Yeah. It's, it's just comically like, bad. It has one of the best Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg <laughs> bad acting moments oh, ever, which God. I mentioned before in the podcast. Where the old lady, she's not even affected by the, whatever the environmental thing is. She just comes in and she she just they stay at some old lady's farmhouse. Him and the family yeah, they're yeah. trying to escape the thing from outside. <laughs> and there's a great line where in the middle of the night he's up and then he sees the old woman and she's just like crazy senile and she goes, "You're stealing all my stuff." And there's a moment where Mark Wahlberg looks at her and goes, "What? No." <laughs> it might be the best. It's, it's the like best, you. Yeah, yeah. It's like how you if you if you had to judge Mark Wahlberg on that one little piece, you'd be like, how are you even in show business? Right. Based off that, so it is literally the exact same thing. Where it's something that you see instead of whatever it was in the happening. I think it was something in the wind, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's, at least it's something. Like, but you can't. Not everybody can see it, or and some people are. We- are weirdly immune to it. Like, mental patients are kind of immune to it. There's, like, all these plot holes where you're just like, holy shit, this is so unoriginal and such a a combination of these two movies. At least The Happening had it like, hey, it's the the Earth fighting back to get rid of its aggressors. Like, at least that kind of made sense. I mean, not to remember, there is no explanation of where this comes from or how it's going to ever be resolved. They kind of just so they, find So it's not sanctuary. invisible. You can, they, some people can see it. It's an invisible thing, but it's kind of uh, – you never see it. It's just kind of like you kind of uh, start going <gasps> – like it gets in your eyes and then you start just kind of going weird and then you somehow kill yourself. It's pretty unoriginal. Uh, now, let me ask you this, though. It's unoriginal. I mean, no, the ha- we know the happening's bad. So is it ma- – it's made – the script is better than the, the happening. That's yeah. Made better, it's made better than the happening. It's better acted. Better acted than the happening. Yeah. But the whole time you're thinking, this is the happening. And then, then the whole – literally, the first part of it, I'm going, this is a fucking quiet place. What yeah. the fuck? Jesus Christ. It, yeah, it's really – Talk about but that. But, I mean, it, like I said, if, <laughs> if you're laid up – and an immense amount of pain, you'll probably enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're on, <laughs> if you're on heavy doses of uh, Tylenol extra strength, right. uh, I mean, yeah, it, it was you know fine. It was free on Netflix. It wasn't something I went you, out. And you saw. were on so many drugs, you started to see the thing from the movie. <laughs> yeah, bird box eyes. <laughs> I just had... You're like Sandra, Sandra, dude. The amount of pain I was in, I was ready to fucking throw myself out the window. Holy smokes, that bad, huh? Uh, I have a few more because I was. Uh, yeah, go for out. it. Uh, yeah, I. Well, I'll go back and start uh, when I was home for Christmas. I watched Eighth Grade. Uh, oh, I wanted to our see buddy, that. Uh, Bo Burnham's uh, our, bu- our buddy. <laughs> Are you buddies? With Any him? comic is a buddy. Oh, that's me. a buddy of the show. Yeah. Uh, no, I met him once. Uh, <laughs> very sweet kid. Sweet kid. I heard nice guy. I'll tell you one thing about Bo Burnham is that uh, his special, I did not think I was going to like it, and it's fantastic. I hear that a lot. Yeah, I hear that a lot. Fantastic. Yeah, and that's from it's from like five years ago. Uh, I didn't love it. You didn't like eighth grade? I didn't love it. Oh, it got like critically acclaimed. I I know. Really? Yeah, I think I'm. This one is. I can. I can see why it would be appreciated by a certain audience. It, to me, I got it just I got too experience. angry over it. it Why'd you get just, angry? About I, like the way, and I guess this is just me being older, but I just hated the way all the kids fucking talked to each other. The it, it's a good social commentary. I'll give it that of how uh, technology and phones are just rampant, and that's the only thing that matters. In if you're like a 14 year old person, I think in this day in, in 2019, where it's just like I'm attached to my phone. I'm. Uh, Social media is so important. What other people think. Everybody thinks they're a star. Everybody's got their own blog, video blog, this kind of thing. Yeah. That was very good, the way they did that. Other than that, it was just kind of aimless, I thought. It's just kind of a course of this one girl's not very popular year in her life. Um, and then it just kind of wraps up. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It just wasn't really... Now, I don't know if we talked about this yet. Uh, we might have done it before the holiday. I... Now you're reminding me as you're saying this of Ladybird, and I saw Ladybird. Lady Bird, did we much talk better. about Ladybird? Yeah, we did. You loved I, it. I loved it, and I liked it, but I didn't love it. But Ladybird is much. I, this sounds I like, like a Lady shittier Ladybird. Yeah, I would say that. Okay. I like Ladybird a lot more. Really? Yeah. 
This one, this movie, it just kind of wandered. It's one of those uh, day of the life kind of films where you're just kind of like is it a start day to or is it a year? No, I'm just using. That oh, okay, yeah, you know, yeah like, right. That's kind of how Lady Bird is. Glimpse too. of life. Slice Lady of life, Bird is say. like that. It's fast forwarded. Right, right, right. Yeah, but I think the script of Lady Bird. I, I wow, I really love Lady Bird. Yeah, like and I don't think it's in my top ten, but I think that. Uh, it, it it really impressed me, and this could just be me being like not getting it, but I don't, you know. Some I, I appreciate the job like a young actress does. She was great in it. Yeah. Um. Other than that, it's just like okay. That's so what did I, you find yourself bored while watching it? Yeah, bored. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just a matter of not your experience. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like it did bring up like uh those weird. It it really nails that the age. weird anxiety you feel yes. at that age. Because okay. yeah, I not. To the extent, but you had those feelings surface again where you're like, oh, God, I remember that. That was torture. You know, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. anxiety between like boy girl relation, that like newish kind of thing when you're so not quite high that. school. It yeah, it got that. that it did that very well. So I'll give it that. But other than that, yeah, like bored a little bit. So yeah, I, I probably would be probably the same way. Yeah. Um, what else you got there? Uh, you were never really here. Yao Quinn Phoenix. Kind of a uh, taken kind of plot. I wanted to see this, but. Nothing was said about it, and I purposely didn't watch it because I'm assuming that it's bad. You could skip it. Yeah, it's not bad, but it's not. Again, it's uh, it kind of lost me. Where I was just like, oh, okay, such but, a cool idea, badass trailer, right? Badass trailer. And I like Yao Queen. So Joaquin Phoenix is unbelievable. Joaquin, that's what I knew I was saying it wrong. Um, <laughs> and yeah, he does that kind of. T- it's a very taken plot where it's this girl a. Uh, uh, a man of high, high power, his daughter's kidnapped and forced to go into sexual slavery uh, as like a 13 year old. Like, this is it's like bad, you know, yeah. like bad people. And uh, there's a lot of conspiracy. Like, the cops are been, involved. It could have been such good, uh, such a good re- movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it just kind of didn't live up to what it could have been, will be my succinct review. <sighs> yeah, because you can kind of tell. It's funny, you watch movies long enough. And if you don't hear anybody you know saying something about it, <laughs> yeah. or you don't see it t- mentioned on any TV shows or anything, you're kind of like, oh, it's uh, maybe not worth watching. And that's what I did. I was just at home at my parents' house. I ordered on demand, and I was there was nothing else on. So I did a little research. I was just like kind of reading reviews without trying to learn too much. And it was just like, yeah, just nothing really stood out review wise. Nobody really went to bat for it. No, not at all. And but I, I was just for lack of nothing else to watch. I put it on. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was it was fine, I guess. But I wouldn't really <laughs> yeah, say go out of your way to watch it if there's nothing else. If you really need something. Uh, and then I just have one more, which uh, was Black Klansman. And I'll be honest, I couldn't even get through it. What? Wow, so you had a bunch of stuff. Didn't you love that, Alex? Did you love Black Klansman? I couldn't even watch it, dude. St. Germain loved it. I couldn't even get through it. Really? Yeah. Why, because you're racist? Yeah, I'd probably <laughs> a little bit have to do with it. Wait, so, oh, do you have reasoning for it? Uh, It was just so spikely over the top. I was just like, come on, dude. You know what I mean? It was just... What do you mean? Uh, like, uh... Yeah, it, I mean, it was... I'd, Obviously, super racial, but well, yeah, they really, really, it's and it's from his perspective, I guess, and it's one of those where I'm like, are you is this, are you holding true to the story or are you really contorting things for the sake of the movie? Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I just at to, to a point, I was just like, I to be fair, thought I was going to come back to it. I again ordered it at home. I was like, I'm just fucking sick of it so far. I'll finish it later. I never came back to it. Really? Yeah. So therefore, I shouldn't really review it uh, because I didn't finish it. But that was my initial reaction. Wow. I never got back to it. So because I just didn't care. That's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, so nothing really. Yeah. <laughs> really nothing nothing that you got psyched on. I, yeah. Bird Box was probably the most enjoyable one for me. In, in that says a lot, I guess. I. Uh, I'm trying to think of what I watched. I think I just watched a bunch of – I should have noted what I watched. But one of the things that I was surprised about was uh, while we were gone, uh, uh, the Golden Globes happened. Yes. And Best Picture was Green Book. Which I've yet Green to Book, see, which I want which to. Which you didn't see. I saw, and I'm really like – it's one of those things where you realize how much like the business part of Hollywood is involved in things because like – I think I mentioned this when when I brought it up the first time on the I podcast. Think I know you, yeah, it's yeah. not. It's 
it's like a, a, a slightly heavier Remember the Titans. You know how like okay. how cookie cutter and how like yes. kind of tame Remember the Titans is. Yeah. Like it, it, it has a good message, but it's kind of there's no real heaviness in it. Right. Green Book has a little bit more heaviness. They do it with a little bit more restraint. Like you know, there's a and it's Peter Farrelly. It's Peter Farrelly. Is- so it's kind of what you would expect if Peter Farrelly. Not it's not because it's such a departure from Dumb yeah, and Dumber. Yeah, I was going to say it's not what I would expect. No, it's not. But you're also, but you're not gonna a guy who does Dumb and Dumber. You're not gonna. He's not gonna get to some heavy, heavy drama. That's what I thought you were going with the industry thing. Where it was well, like, that. Well, oh, what do you mean? Oh, but like that's why. Yeah, I think that probably had something to do. Okay. I'm actually no, no, because those guys are like kind of just like filmmakers and whatever. That's true. Hits, I guess hits. they could probably write. The, yeah, but I think I think if I had to guess, the reason though I was nominated is because. Of Ma- 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 I can never say his name right. Maharshala Mahar- Ali. Oh yeah, and he's great. Mahershala. He's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. That guy, and he's so hot right now from the yeah. Moonlight. Even you know, gonna be in the new True Detective. Yeah, yeah, which I want to check out. Which yeah. comes out like a couple days, couple weeks. But uh, but I think there's like business thing. Like, and this is this is just like it's such an obvious statement. But like, I think there's Hollywood things of why that was. I think. The racial component of and then what's going on now and, totally. and like and the idea of trying That's, to repair that is is a good it's a good effort it's a good but it's a good effort I'm just saying that and there's a couple of scenes where you're like oh that that that's something you don't see in these movies sometimes that's kind of heavy for a, a Farrelly brother yeah. you know what I'm saying like we like whatever but overall like it could have gotten really really dark if it wanted to yeah because sure the I didn't know the basis of the movie was the Green Book was this book that. Um, a, 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 a black guy wrote for other black people to know which hotels they could stay in without being uh-huh, persecuted. Uh-huh. That's I never knew that was a thing. Obviously, yeah, I mean, yes, you know? So that was like the the uh, and they did address like him trying to go to another hotel and like and like how shitty he was treated. It is really good, but some of it is. I don't want to say one note. I don't know the phrase I would use. Some of it's very like like cookie cutter is the phrase I'm using. Mm-hmm. Like some of it's like remember the Titans, remember the Titans, remember you know like like I think of remember the Titans as like PG thirteen like racial harmony fun. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not getting into the hardcore sure. parts of it. And 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 the the moments from the trailer are the like are the other most dramatic moments in the uh, oh. in the in the right. thing. You know, I'm but, still gonna watch. I'm still gonna check it out. Still check it out. It, it's worth watching, but you're not gonna be like, wow, that blew me away. Okay, you know what I'm saying. But, so best but best picture, huh? But best picture. Do we and know what the other nominees were? No, I don't have them offhand. Alex Q. Well, we. Yeah, Golden Globes. Because Globes. they're usually a good <laughs> forecaster for what the Oscars. And then Rami Malek won for Rami Malek. I saw that. Which I guess just because <laughs> somebody wrote, he always looks like he's chewing crackers. <laughs> Which made me laugh so hard. Who Rami Malek? Yeah, just, as the character, or just the no, general. Just in general. <laughs> he always looks like he's thinking of ten other things when yeah, people totally. are talking to him. He's like a space cadet. I I got out of Mr. Robot. It got so crazy. I got out of it too. I was just I like, was I don't think it. I'm smart enough for this. Well, after the first, second season of Mr. Robot, you're like Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, it's Fight Club. That's another thing. Let's just let's just realize that everything's ripped off. Everything's from everything. ripped off now. Uh, Alex. All right. So there's two categories in the globe. You know, drama, musical, oh, great, or right. comedy. So for drama, it's Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yeah, that's right. Black Panther. Uh, Black Klansman, uh, If Beale Street Could Talk, and A Star Is Born, and then for musical or comedy, I don't know how Green Book is a comedy. I haven't seen it yet, but that's in there. Uh, yeah. It's those like, are always very loose. It's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see yeah. it. I can see it. Uh, yeah, it is kind of like a comedy. And also, that's why when the Farrelly thing wasn't that much of a. Like it was like it was like he pulled back from like, Farrelly. You like, just Italianized that. What did I say? Farrelly. Farrelly. I, I think it's Farrelly. No, Peter Farrelly. You went Farrelly. <laughs> I'm from Long Island. Just, um, <laughs> but but oh, so Green Book and Bohemian Rhapsody were the winners, right? Right. Yeah. And then you have which which from what I've heard I about, yeah, Be- I don't know. Bohemian Rhapsody. I heard. Grand, I didn't love all the other ones or see them, but well, Black Panther was great. Black Panther, it's like I, it, out of those. Out of those, I mean, you, know, you could lock that up for the most popular, the uh, maiden. Most popular film Oscar. I mean, it was fucking. Yeah. That award was created for Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 yeah, because they're gonna have five other nominees. Yeah, oh, that please. are gonna be from the drama. I mean, you know, it's gonna be like night and day. Lock it up right here and right now. 
that that Black was the Panther's going to win the oh, most popular yeah. film that's not Best Picture. You know, they created that new category. Yeah. I mean, come on. But they're doing, you know why they're doing that? Because they want people to watch the Oscars. I get it. I, but Nobody it's, watches But it waters down the validity of the Oscars. It's not every cool thing has to win. It's, I know. What, you know. I agree. I think you're right. I think that, I think when it comes to. Popular it, doesn't equal good Hollywood, sometimes. Hollywood can be different from filmmaking sometimes. There's an art, there's an art to filmmaking. 100%. There's a history. It's like comedy. It's, it's like what's going yeah. on with comedy right now. And it's like what's going on with, uh, you know, like the Eminem versus the mumble rappers guys, like where where Eminem goes out and really just destroys these guys being like, you're not paying attention to what happened before you. And everything in the history of the world has been done that way. Like, right. like there's a there's an art to, to hip hop. There's an art to, to being a lyricist in hip hop. Yes. And those mumble rapper guys are just like, you're just you really are just it's mumble. repetitive. And it's not an old 40 year old white dude saying that it's. Like the one of the hailed greatest <laughs> right. rappers of all time, being like, "Yeah, there's no effort to that." No, it's and I think garbage. There's, I, I think there's kind of a common stop thing. buying it and listening to it, people. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really even though there's a couple songs that I'm like, that's pretty good, but but I mean, yeah. some of it's like fun to like bop your head to and stuff, but you're just like, but yeah, I gravitate but, towards the stuff that's like actually good. Yeah, I mean, I'm more I'm a literally a mid '90s you know hip hop guy, I mean, and, which but, I think but, is but the even best. some of the new stuff, like even the Kendrick Lamar or uh, sure, sure. Even Drake is good, and and uh, there's a guy, the guy that's on Eminem's album that's on that song, this guy Joiner Joiner Lucas, that's amazing, yeah, lyrically amazing, but, but like but he's out at the same time as these other guys, and he it's like he you know how much, how much harder it is for this guy to do that than for, for them to do what they do, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just yeah, yeah. Sh- you know, shitty. But when you say when you when you kind of shit on new music, you sound like an old fart. I know. Kind of like, hey, I know. Hey, my day, rap was. <laughs> it's funny that like rap got to an old old guy point. <laughs> I was like, my rap, yeah, not my rap. That's not my. I love. We it. actually rhymed things. I, I remember the Wu Tang clan. But it does annoy me when it's just. <laughs> I've heard so much <laughs> words rhymed with the same word. Where you're like, dude, come on. I know. I know. I know. It's so annoying. Uh, all right, let's get to the meat and potatoes part of the podcast. Meat and potatoes. So this week, what we decided to do, uh, we kind of had we kind of had a, a, a text chain going back and forth for a while, deciding what would be the best yeah, matchup. A few ideas around. And what we decided, and it kind of fits into <laughs> my interests these days. That's true, um, very much so. It does, and we've talked about these movies before on the podcast, but never matched them up. And we're going to do Independence Day versus Cloverfield. Yes. I will be taking Cloverfield, and it's funny because when we talked, full disclosure, I, I Independence Day is a classic. Like I, I think my first inclination would to say would be to say, oh, I, I would go for Independence Day. Huh. But but the more I think about it, I'm like, no, it wouldn't really. So we want to address two. We want to do two things in the next part of the podcast. One is Alex brought up a great point. One of them is which one is a better uh, movie in that genre, that alien invasion genre. Yes. And now the more I think about it, Cloverfield, I really do believe is better. Uh, and I'll explain why. But the other thing we want to do is which one's a more believable scenario. But it gets complicated with Cloverfield because f- for a reason I'll talk. We'll talk. Okay. About. All right. Yeah. So, but first off, uh, you took Independence Day. I did. Independence I love Day. Independence Day. Day. Like, that's like you want to talk about like I think Independence Day kicked off like a new era of Hollywood blockbuster in terms of the way they were made, big budget. It was ninety six. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, it, it, like I said, it just it, special. Like people were spending money on effects again, and we had like super crazy budget, and but it got a return, so it was you know it was worthwhile. But um, yeah, I think. That led into a uh, a new era where, like, after that, you started to see movies being made in that same kind of like like Armageddon, Deep Impact, and sure. stuff like you know, like. So I think you that kickstarted that new I like Michael Bayish kind of era. I think CGI was coming into its CGI own. was kind of coming into its realm in the late nineties and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, a big cast um, with a nice ensemble. Um, so well, well, I'll tell you my first counterpoint in response to what you just said is two, one of the things is. Uh, because of that, because it was ninety six, now what you fall victim to, and I and we're arguing this now, that's why, is the a, the aged uh effects. You see Jack's coming into its own, it wasn't fully there yet. Right. So you still had 
I, you know, it wasn't as. I'll give as, you that. It wasn't as. Uh, it wasn't as as as, <laughs> as 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 elementary as Plan Nine from Outer Space or like that's but. That you, is true. Looking at it now, with the, with what you've seen in the in the twenty uh, twenty Jesus Christ twenty three well, years, I, I, I years will relent this point to you. There are movies where, like, say a uh, two thousand one, for example, is a great science fiction movie, but doesn't seem dated no. because Kubrick had the foresight enough to not almost to almost limit the technology. So it doesn't become a thing where you go, ah, yeah, we could have solved that with a cell phone now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I give you that point Absolutely. where, like, Independence Day, it ends with, like, a computer virus. I, I, where it's just like, okay, I guess that is not an idea that we could still maybe battle aliens like that. Like, with the technology we have today, that still could be a viable option for defeating something is infect their technology somehow. But the it way is. it's shown Story is now wise, dated. But the way it's shown is now dated. Yeah. And you're right. 2001, they re-released it. One of those fathom event things. And if you watch it, you're like, oh, this could have been made. Yeah, it's that now, which is like, well, that's the brilliance of '69. Brilliant. It was, yeah. you know, and yeah. you're just like, and the way that was done the, was make everything. There's, a, there's, a, you could say it's set design. You could say whatever it is. I think it's Kubrick making something so the simplicity of it. Adds to the complexity of it. Yeah, because I'm so, sure at the time people were like, "Talking computer that can run everything? Come on, you know." Yeah, but where now, you're like, like, now yeah, hey, Alexa. that's on our phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it was like he was looking into the future with that movie, and everything was so much more stylized. So that's even more to the point of. But boy, I'm already digging a hole for myself. Yeah, but, <laughs> but 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 no, but, but you're right though. Like, but as far as what we're now we're seeing, where they can just uh, uh, just dream up stuff out of thin air where the CGI is so good. You know, Gladiator was also another turning point with that where they like with the tiger scenes where they were making it look like they were next to yeah, things yeah. way way better than back in the day. So you're right. Well, I'll, you know, I'll give you that where it's like in 96 they were making like Cooper couldn't have made he couldn't have made a popcorn blockbuster movie. He didn't. He right. made an art house holds up for years and years but uh, still is for a certain audience type of movie. Independence Day is for anybody. Independence Day, and totally. it's also like you're like like you were impressed by what they did. And I'll give that Cloverfield is not for everybody. I don't think it is. Well, I think th- here's the thing, man. I think it kind of harkens back to your first point. Cloverfield, what you're saying happened in '96 with CGI. Cloverfield was kind of a 20 year uh, 20, 2008, uh, I think. 2008, so, seven, so seven, whatever amount of years, maybe, yeah. yeah. So reaction to to that so after a while you have enough of that like the all the armageddon the deep impacts the independence day they be, they start to become the parody and then cloverfield starts J. J. to become abrams Clover- uh he produced it and matt okay. reeves directed it okay um so so what directed. happens with well here's the <laughs> thing man but you had blair witch before cloverfield I, it was uh, a better version of that it was a boy, better ver- cloverfield is shaky though it's that's it's really hard to watch in repeated viewings i'll give you this I was very excited for Cloverfield. That was a really cool trailer. Super cool. When it was just like... Also, but It like, was the suspense, and if you remember, it was just kind of the noise, which you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And then the Statue of Liberty's head just comes rolling down right. Broadway, and you're like, oh! And I had read an interview at the time that J.J. Abrams was like, the alien is like nothing you've ever seen. And I was so excited, and then you're like... Yeah, I think I've, I've seen something like that. I was so hyped for Cloverfield. I really was. Well, I think you know they have to hype things up. Whatever. I it guess, is. but don't give me one of those, and then just kind of have a cookie cutter, almost Godzilla ish. Well, well, that's, monster, that's you know my I mean. love hate relationship with J.J. Abrams <laughs> because he's also the creator of Lost. I mean, it and, was it's Godzilla. And that's, that's the J.J. Abrams school of yeah. talk this thing up, and then we'll figure it out. Oh, I never put that together before. It's like because Carlin Cuse and Damon Lindelof did that with Lost. They yeah, go, absolutely. They go, we know what the last yeah. shot is. You go, and you better because I've invested a lot of fucking emotion into and this show. They had no, and clue. you clearly didn't. Man, no clue. <laughs> but when it comes, but what happened was, so here's the thing, man. It kind of goes hand in hand, and the more we talk about this, the more these movies are related. Or you know, you could fit in other ones as well. But this actually makes more sense than we maybe thought initially, because when you, if you have, if you have the, the uh, what is it, Rennie, not Rennie Harlan, who did uh, Roland Emmerich, Roland Emmerich, Roland Emmerich did uh, Independence Day. So when you have that. He's giving you all the information. He's giving you like he's giving you every different part of an alien invasion. He's giving yeah. you and then what happens was 
as a reaction to, to 15, at least say 15 years of that with every different which way of, hey, here comes an asteroid and here's every different country reacting to it. Yeah. Here's Armageddon where the people in Egypt and the people in New York City yeah, have the same experience. Arrival. What happened was there was a, a conscious decision in, in the filmmaking of, 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 of Cloverfield to turn around and be like, no, 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 no. We're only going to give you limited information now. And you're going to be – the suspense Fair. is going to be built from – Oh my God! I want more! I want more! I want more! Even from the trailer up until the actual movie, because all and also such a great idea, which I I don't I don't want to get into this now, but for a universe because it's endless. I thought where they were going to go with Cloverfield was so much different than what they did eventually. I don't know if I saw. I saw the, the other ones. Follow ups. Amazing sequel. We can talk about oh, that really? in a second. Uh, uh, well, it's not even a sequel, but it's in the universe. Because I did not watch Ten Cloverfield Day Lane. I what? I, I didn't see Independence Day two, which recently came out. I didn't see either because I heard how much gar- yeah. garbage it was. That's another thing. Uh, better sequel on. All right, Cloverfield. I can't speak to the sequel. Yeah, but but uh, my point being, because of what was going on with that stuff, and 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 the, I I'm not saying it's the only reason that these movies were made, but what I'm saying is they turn around and they go. Um, well, we're only going to give you little bits and pieces, or we're only going to give you through this guy's eyes because yeah, I, it's so. I, what you're, it's also a better to me. It's a better method of movie making. It's almost more Hitchcockian than than realize. Very much so, because what you're doing is you're 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 making them fill in everything with, fill, you're filling in the blanks. It couldn't be uh, more complete opposites in terms of, of style. the way of stylistically. <laughs> yeah. um, but I like Independence Day and in how I enjoy the once. We've figured this out as a worldwide. Uh, we're all. I like the camaraderie of. Hey, we got to figure this thing out, or we as a, a world, uh, as Earth, we're fucked. So yeah. we all got to get together. I like that. Like I like that in Arrival, how they all kind of work together. You know what I mean? I yeah. enjoy the uh, countries that would normally be working against each other. I just that makes me feel good inside. I like that like, teamwork. Like, it's like humanity hey, together. Yeah. Like Israel and Palestine are fighting aliens together. It's you know like Ghostbusters too. They're the same thing. Yeah, exactly. They, they all, it makes me all, feel good inside. Like there is hope for humanity. And they sing uh, on, on New Year's or whatever it yeah, was. Exactly. Like ego, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that warm, fuzzy feeling stuff too. I, I enjoy that. Uh, and Cloverfield does not have that. No. Like, let's be honest. I did, no, it's a New York movie. A point, like, even though I love the warm, fuzzy stuff, a point for Cloverfield, like, and if you haven't seen Cloverfield at this point, here comes. Come Cloverfield. on. Uh, one thing that's never mentioned about it, or I haven't seen in a while, mentioned about it is really dark ending, like dark, dark ending, ending. like just sad ending, which like, I like. I like when it happens too, but it's it's funny because you had it was a big movie coming out, you know, J.J. Abrams producing and all that kind of stuff, and to have that kind of ending on a movie like that is is is, 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 is I'll give done? you that, but is here's my issue with Cloverfield, where it's like. They were really hoping that it stood on its own legs because of the way it was done. It's a Godzilla movie. Let's be honest. I mean, that's the plot of every fucking Godzilla movie. Big alien monster comes in, destroys a city, kills its citizens. That's Godzilla to the core. And then it's kind of, what do we do? It follows yeah the way then it follows the group and the way it's shot. I think it was... Really, the hope of then, like you said, that's a J.J. Abrams maybe flaw, is that this could stand on its own legs because of the way we're doing it. Not so, so much story. You I'm know what I mean? I'm going to myself here by saying this because it kind of makes sense. So you're going to say it's more marketing than movie. Yeah, 100%. Like I said, I was so hyped up on the trailer and it just it could never have lived up because at the end I was just like, yeah, all right, okay. And then you start to – once you've seen the movie – the only thing left is to nitpick the negatives out of you. Go, hey, it was kind of fucking shaky the whole time, and that was a huge complaint. People were like, I that, couldn't fucking watch it. I that did happen. Uh, not I, so much for me. For me, it kind of happened. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 to be honest, at first viewing, I was like, oh, this is shaky. <laughs> then I, I've seen it since then, and I have no issues with it. Yeah, that was never a huge issue for me, but you do notice it. You do notice it. Uh, I will tell you, the way it's different from your, like, you're right. The way that it was told. Was that was kind of like the sales point for that movie, right? But what they did was they kind of didn't just say, "Oh, this is happening." They did give you the Easter egg factor of the movie, kind of helps it along as well. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, so it's In like the- I think bringing you into the universe of like how because at the end they have that thing where people 
you know, like you're right. There was a lot of marketing, but it it, it kind of achieved its goal because it did. It might, you might be right. It's not as good of a movie as it is an idea and what, what surrounded yeah. it, but it still was pulled off because they made other ones and. The story surrounding it, the marketing didn't stop being interesting once it came out. Right. No, I... So it wasn't like, hey, I just had bigger hope. I, like, I thought it was going to be a lot scarier. It's really not scary at all. Um, I don't know, man. There's a bunch of crazy... There's a bunch of scenes in that few, movie yeah, there's a few that freak me the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And also that gross you the fuck out. Like, when that girl, she gets bit and she goes behind the uh, goes behind the curtain. Oh, yeah. And she just explodes. Totally. Like, cool. that's creepy. <laughs> really creepy. And then when they're in the subway tunnel and the little yes. aliens come... That's that a really one, creepy that's scene. A, yeah, no, I just thought it could have been scarier. I will give you those. Um, and also, you know, you want to talk about, like, tapping into people's actual real-life fears... There's a scene in the store when when the thing's going by uh, and all the dust is coming by that's based off footage from 9/11. Yeah. So yeah, that might have been like it had that. Uh, it might have been it. like it stereotypically uh, movie scary, but no, when you that find that fact out, life. even if you find it after you see the movie, you're like, oh, that makes it way it more was, realistic. It was only six years off 9/11. It did have that trauma still. Where it, it's that was effective into, at the time. Absolutely. If you watch that now, you're not going to feel the same way. No. But at the time, I'll give you that, where you were like, oh, man, that is still the, so the fresh footage. in my mind. Yeah. 100%. Um, but I, I know it's such an easy target, too, but it's like it, – and I know it's a movie, and we suspend reality, but it's also – it's just going, how many times – are you watching the movie and you just go, oh, put down the fucking camera, dude. <laughs> you know, it's just that one major flaw where you go, come on, man, help. Put the fucking camera down. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. But <laughs> and I, but, and I get, I, like, it's, you know, it's, it's almost a, too much of a layup of a point to make. But it's one of those things where it goes, well, that, that you really is, have to suspend, but that's you fine. You suspend this belief. That, that's you know. what happens. You have to turn around and go, it's a movie. For exactly. That. But I will tell you, I think that the. The love story in that one is yeah, more believable. Yeah, the flashbacks you know. were a, a good technique. I guess. And that was cool. Yeah. Even at the end showing, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the end is I, way I, heavier than the beginning. I like that ending. I like a dark ending. I like how th- things are not always wrapped up neatly. Yeah. Which is, again, the opposite of Independence Day. But, again, that makes you want a triumphant victory over your opponents, in this case, aliens. So maybe that could be our next jumping off point, which we said before, was what is a more believable alien invasion? Is it a Cloverfield-type monster, or is it UFO-wielding invaders? Well, here's the problem that we have now with that, because if you... I don't want to ruin... You're not going to watch any of the other ones, Cloverfield-wise, are you? Probably not. Okay. Independence Day, I think both of them, both movies, that whole universe, because you got to go universe to universe. Yeah. Uh, it, the first one's a straight-up invasion, and the other one is them coming, regrouping, and com- yeah, regrouping and coming back. Right. Yeah, right? So Cloverfield, th- <laughs> this is one of the things where it loses it, because they've nailed it. Ten Cloverfield Lane... Oh, I did see Town. I love Ten Cloverfield. It's great. It's great. And what they were, forget that's kind of what in they that. started doing was taking existing movies and slapping a couple of Cloverfield scenes on it, and that becoming the movie. But Ten did I miss something in between Cloverfield and Ten Cloverfield no, Lane after, where that connects everything? No, because Ten Cloverfield Lane kind of stands on its own. It's just kind of got that Cloverfield title in there. No, and then it has no. It doesn't because at the end. I know at the end, but is that that's what I'm asking? Is there a connector between the first one and then? The, yes, there okay. is, and it's explained in the third. Okay, that's so, what I heard. And the third is takes place in space, and there's, an, a, there's a project they're doing as far as like uh, I, I forget what the I'm not going to use the technical terms, but they they cause a split in the time space continuum. Okay, and then what it does is it releases all these, all it it releases pandemonium to any different timeline. Okay. So that's why you had the monster. The old the f- bird box effect. <laughs> yeah. And to be honest, I thought it was going to be, because they keep making mention of a Japanese company in the Cloverfield movies. I thought it was going to be like, oh, oh it, it, something was under wraps and then it got loose and then they're related. Uh, or even if, it's a, if it was a time, um, time-space thing, a better explanation for it. So, so basically all they were saying is that whatever rip was caused by this ship in the future. Yeah. And, and multiple timelines caused these these beings from other timelines to come and wreak havoc on like human existence. Yeah. 
That's why. So ten Cloverfield Lane is a different is a different. Uh, I con- forgot. I completely forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, I, and I loved it. They I, have it the really aliens in that too. And they did set up a a what do you call it? a what's the word I'm looking for? They set up uh, a, a movie to be to kick. I can't fucking think of what I'm trying to so say. You right mean now. A, a sequel at the to- end of Clan of Cloverfield Lane? They set it up for another movie to be made off that. I feel like right when well, she's yeah, but they're not going to. I okay, think, I think okay. that what that was uh, referring to was her saying she always runs away from stuff, and then she goes head on into the uh, okay. funny of that. You know what? To be honest, it would have been better if they did that, and then just kept <laughs> yeah, kept yeah. it along that way, and said that the monsters, it's the same timeline, right. and it was happening all over the country. To be honest, it would it would have been better if the, the first one and the second one were literally in the same time frame. Okay. But they're not. Yeah. They're literally at two different times, from what I understand, because that's what the explanation is in the third one. And the third one wasn't that great. But it was another one existing movie where they just tapped on the company names, Easter eggs, like little clues yeah. that you know, oh, this is why the other ones happened. So is that a more realistic invasion? Of well, I'll tell you why it, it kind of – I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, I'll fight why it, it is because the more research I do into the UFO uh, – Yeah, you – I can't really – One of the theories uh. they have about what – you know, p- people are seeing actual things and the military is seeing them. So – one of the theories is that they're not from a different planet because that people think, oh, it's too, we're too far, we're too far. Yeah. That they think it's interdimensional. So that okay. that literally is, it's not from a, a, a space, a rip in the space time, but what they're saying is they're coming from a different dimension to travel here. So that's one of the theories. And it actually is scientifically possible. So that's realistic. And in all the years of UFOs, Rarely, if at all, have they been hostile. It's always in like a. Um, uh, Thank God. It's right. Well, that's the thing. Like they, they, they that little kid scared of that. Is just, I still have. You know, in, like uh, a flying saucer is going to land and they're going to enslave us. Yeah, yeah, you know, like that. You, you know, still have that. I still have it. In all the instances, that's yeah. <laughs> never had. They've always observed and then yeah. like, and or, or interacted with uh, military but craft for what. That's well. That's what you wonder, but it's because been that's years. the uh, Independence Day. Aliens are hostile in the fact that they we figured out that their plan is to uh, essentially annihilate species and take all the natural resources for themselves. Right, right, right. So, which I don't know. I mean, you're definitely more of a scholar on UFOs. Than yeah. Scholar, pa- scholar slash kook. Um, I got my yeah, you know, nut job. <laughs> yeah, I got my my, my PhD in, in uh, reading internet articles. It's so funny. Sean got divorced and took up UFOs like to an almost obsessive <laughs> level. Yeah, it's crazy. So I think, but I think as far as like what more is scientifically explainable, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess I, I gotta give you that because possible. I don't know enough about it. But I mean, if yeah, I mean. Independence Day doesn't get terribly creative with the way they incorporate the aliens. I will give you that. It's really the uh, the standard alien invasion is what we've seen. It's what works. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? It's pretty straight it's up. It's nothing too clever. Cloverfield's a much more involved explanation, and it actually is apparently scientifically possible. Yeah, I, I think it works better for the mass appeal, obviously, which is why Independence Day is the blockbuster it is. Yeah. And which is why Cloverfield is the movie that it is. Yeah, I think as far as remembrance goes and how they're viewed now, I would say Independence Day wins. Yeah. Because people still enjoy it. I, and Independence Day, they do kind of have that cool thing where they can uh, – they got to Dr. Vokun or whatever his name is. The uh, Like they can telepathically kind of communicate through it. Like once yeah. they got hit, you know, they, he, he could – he was there – uh, he could speak through the doctor to yes. the president. Yeah. Which well, that's kind of cool because that uh, that to me gives that that – uh, science fiction where you're like, oh shit, that would be how they would communicate. Yeah. You know, they would have to fucking fuck that's, up a guy and go through him. Well, that's another thing that it, in my research that you find out is that there's people <laughs> that claim that when they get contacted by aliens, which I don't, I don't believe in that. Right. But when they do, that they contact telepathically. Yeah. So, but, you know, that just, to me, of I, don't, I don't buy into that. But, but, <laughs> but there you go. That's probably where they got the idea for the movie. From. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I will tell you this, and this kind of, it puts a nail in my coffin. I think you win... Based on the fact that the more I think about it, Cloverfield, if you were my age that I was when I saw Independence Day, the people who saw Cloverfield, it's not as iconic. Uh, the like the if, you, if, you, if you're what was I when? Well, I was 18 when Independence Day yeah, came out, but yeah. but I still was psyched. Like I was psyched. So if you were 18 when Cloverfield came out, were does it have as much uh, as a classic 
uh, 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 status in your oh, in your head. I'll tell you this. Um, I went and saw Cloverfield. I was visiting my little sister at college, and we saw it together. And she was, I think, nineteen or twenty at the time. Yeah. And I don't think she could give a shit about Cloverfield. Cloverfield. Yeah, exactly. So I think you're right. I think overall, Independence Day is more fun. I think it did more for movies. Is there? A f- I think that. How the about way- well, we'll do the flip test. Flip test. Independence Day is a pretty close flip. Not uh, flip for me. Oh, it's a it's a flip for me. As in, you don't get, would, you, you've changed the channel. Oh no, meaning that I would flip back and watch it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I would. Flip. It still has that. Cloverfield. It's like one of the last things I kind of. Will Smith, or I kind of like Will Smith before he got kind of crazy. And yeah, I would flip on Cloverfield too. Bill, Bill Pullman's great in it. Uh, Goldblum's good in it. It's got a good ensemble cast, and I Cloverfield's got a decent cast, but it doesn't live. You know, I mean, these are soup. These are a listers. Another point. That's another thing. But then, yet, that's what we knew that going in. But the uh, Cloverfield is a flip back for me too. I would watch Cloverfield. But, Close, but Independence but I don't Day think is an easier flip for me. Easier flip back. You're right, but I don't think... Like, if something else... Like, if a Goodfellas or a Jaws was on I, and Cloverfield was on at the same time, I'd choose one of the others. It's it's Cloverfield. But oh, forget, yeah, forget yeah. about that. That's kind of... A, but it's close where I'd, I'd probably watch, but I don't know if... If I had to run out the door, I'd, I'd be... All right, I'm declaring Andy the winner of this one. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Good one, more, though. I like oh, Cloverfield. It's it's great. And it, we run into this problem a lot where it's kind of hard to argue against a movie because we try and pair them up uh, to get two similar stylistic movies. Not stylistic, genre, I guess. But uh, it, it, we, we talk about this all the time where it's hard to argue sometimes against a movie where you're like... I don't want to talk shit about a movie I like. Yeah, but it's yeah. you know, so it's hard to find. And, then, and we're talking it out as we go. Like we didn't talk about it before. So right. like, I am realizing I realized points of why I think Cloverfield's better, but also at the end of the day, I have more of an affinity for Independence Day in my head, where I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I bet I'm, Cloverfield might win on the Rotten Tomatoes, maybe. No, I, you don't I, think it was more critically acclaimed than Independence Day? No, I think Independence Day. I don't know. Can you look it up? I'll look it up real quick. Let's end with that. Because I can see how the style, like you said, like I said earlier, I feel like that movie was, it has to stand on the stylistic points. Independence Day, 64% on Rotten Tomatoes. Independence Day? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's why I'm saying. Oh, Cloverfield might have won. Cloverfield 77. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I guess what I did. Yeah. And I think it's I just you know that's I think maybe a lot of that has to do with just the contrarian point of view of the blockbuster. It's like that's ah, you know whatever. But it's a yeah, fun movie. Right. It's a good. I, I get it. Like we almost did. Uh, we were gonna do. We could do one of these for the future. Like I was gonna uh, fight for Armageddon, which is critically panned. I think it's one of Roger Ebert's most hated movies of all time because it has and, every trope ever. Yeah, and, but yeah. it's a, a fine movie. I, I don't see anything. I, wrong it's with fun it. to watch. Yeah, it's and also that's a flip there's, there's some funny too. scenes in it. And funny, it's, great yeah. cast. Yeah, it's, it's nothing groundbreaking as far as story. It gets it gets emotion out of you. Yeah, you can make the case for it. Aerosmith. We could have done we could have done that as blockbuster versus. Oh yeah, blockbuster. that's true too. I um. Well, Andy, you we'll win save today. Save it for a rainy day. Yeah, Thank you, sir. What would you like to plug, my friend? Uh, let's see. This will come out. Next week, you can come see me at Mohegan Sun with Tom Papa. Uh, the weekend after that, I'll be headlining City Steam in Hartford, Connecticut. Come on out, New England. I'm in you all January and even the first weekend of February. I'll be headlining Fairfield Comedy Club. Uh, you can catch all my dates at andyfiori.com. And that's also my social media handle. So just hit me up on there and come say hi if you see me at a show. Very nice. I am at Shawnee Time on Instagram and Twitter. And next week I will be at the Atlantic City Comedy Club uh, in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Um, I have more stuff online. I post it on my social media. That's at Shawnee Time. We are at Showbrew Studios. That's Showbrew Studios. Dot com. You can go to their uh, – they have a YouTube page. They also have a uh, iTunes page that has a list of all the different Showbiz Studios podcasts that are run by a bunch of our friends and that are super funny. So check those out. And uh, thank you so much, Andy, and we will see you next week. See you, bud. Bye. Bye.